Good morning, sunshine. It's a brand new day filled with brand new mercies. What was your first thought this morning? Thank you for joining me to hear mine. It's My Morning Thought with Barbara Scorza. Good morning, sunshine. Thank you for joining me for My Morning Thought. And as always, I want to hear yours. Since I've been back from vacation, I have been going nonstop. I mean, I know I've only been back, what, I got back a week. I've been back a week today. But it feels like I've been back for two weeks. I feel like that's how hard I've been working. But anyway, I'm getting it done. And one of the other things that I've been working and thinking and dreaming about is January. You know what's happening in January? January is where I'll be celebrating my one year anniversary of my morning thought. Do you believe it? The year is almost over. And I have been trying to figure out like what I'm going to do. And as I mentioned to you, I feel like God has made it clear that I'm going to do a day retreat. And it's going to be for parents who've buried children. And I have been thinking back and forth about what to do and what that was going to look like. And then I kind of felt like, okay, well, that's what I should be doing. And then when a friend of mine sent me this message from this pastor who had buried his child, I was like, that's it. That's what I need to do. Because he talked about, even as a pastor, how burying his child just completely rocked his world. And I've said on numerous occasions that it's like no other grief. And it's one of those things that you never prepare your mind for. Now, remember, guys, I have a a survey out on all of the social media places, like on my Facebook and Instagram, and you can even link to it from the website. I'm hoping to get a hundred people to respond to the survey. It's just some if so if you've lost a child or you know someone who has, pass the survey on to them. It's some information. It's a quick survey, but some information and I'll use it collectively and cumulatively rather as I'm trying to narrow down like who should be speaking, what resources should be available. Just trying to get an idea from parents who have lost children. Well, I hope you guys um, are excited about that. I'm going to talk about it a lot, especially as we go into the holiday season, um, because the holiday season is one of the most difficult times for people who are grieving and then I think for having lost a child that every holiday it may look different but every holiday you grieve all over and it doesn't matter if it's been one year or five years or 25 years it's this just this whole that you it's never filled I mean it gets different but it's not like you get over 
Okay, my thought for today. My thought for today was why wait? And what I was thinking about was, you know how some people are procrastinators. Like, you just wait for the last minute to do everything. And then I thought about that from a perspective of even inviting Christ into our lives or inviting him into help us with everything. <laughs> the reality is we need help with everything. So and even inviting him in to help with everything, most of the time, he's still not our first choice. You've heard me say before that Christ should be our first choice, not our last resort. But oftentimes, he's our last resort. We feel like we need to, I need to try everything possible. I need to eliminate any possibility. And then when I can't do it, then I invite him in. Now, I'm not saying that there are things that, you know, we don't need to do anything. But we need to operate from a perspective of submitting and listening so that we can be led by the Holy Spirit. Because when we do that, then he orders our steps. So sometimes, it, I mean, not sometimes, but it saves us, you know, the trip around the world. Sometimes we just take the whole trip around the world trying to figure it out ourselves when where we needed to be was across the river. You remember those Israelites, right? 40 years in the wilderness. Yeah. But thinking about why wait. And the scripture that I thought about was Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 15. And I'm going to read from the beginning to verse 4. And verse 4 is the verse that just really stood out for me. So it says, The Spirit of God came on Azariah, son of Oded. He went out to meet Asa and said to him, Listen to me, Asa and all of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time, Israel was without the true God, without a priest to teach, and without the law. But in their distress, they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him, and he was found by them. That scripture stood out when I think about in their distress, like in their case, there was no one there. It said that there was no priest to teach them. They didn't have the, the law in front of them. So they lived without a true God. And the reality is living without God is really not living at all. Complete chaos. But even in the midst of that, without a true God, in a mess, in their distress, like, okay, I need you. So in their distress, it says that they sought him and he was found by them. So God is there and we need to, to seek him. But 
why do we wait? Why do we just sit back and wait and wait until things get just so out of control that we can't do anything about it? I mean, is that really the best way to do things? A personal reflection that comes to mind for me is Hurricane Katrina and just talking about in distress and calling out and seeking him and finding him. You know, I had, um, I left home that Sunday and ended up in Memphis and then by Monday I was in Cabot and by Monday the levees had broken and I knew I wasn't going to be getting home anytime soon and literally just threw my hands up. I'm like, okay, God, I've done what you told me to do. Um, Now what? So in my distress, I sought him. And, um, And I found him. And I found him in such a real way that um, it was a breaking that has been like no other. I mean, with all of the many things that have happened happened in my life from losing my son, losing my mom the following year, Hurricane Katrina, getting divorced, all those things have been just kind of life shattering. Um, but the Hurricane Katrina piece was um, it was a, a a breaking and a breaking to the fact to the point of recognizing I can't do anything I can't do anything and because I can't do anything I'm gonna choose to be obedient to surrender to listen I wasn't trying to fix anything I wasn't he wasn't my last choice (laughs) he was my first choice because I felt like this was completely out of my hand like I didn't know what to even grab at to try to make this better. So I grabbed him. I sought him and I found him. And that's my encouragement to you today. Um, You know, it doesn't have to be in your distress. You know, let God be your first choice and, and not your last resort. So why wait? But even if it is in your distress, seek him and you'll find him it says but in their distress they did they turned to the lord the god of israel and sought him and he was found by them you seek him you will find him so that's my encouragement to you today and then my question is have you been in a place where Distress, you know, you were in distress, and who did you turn to? Did you start relying on yourself? Did you start reaching out to other people? Who did you turn to in your distress? And I promise you that if you seek Him, you'll find Him. So I'd love to hear from you. If you have a a story, I'd love to hear it. Um, maybe right now you're in distress and you're trying to figure out what does that look like to seek him. I'd love to talk to you. But it's 
as easy as saying, God, I surrender. I need you. And then to to look and wait for him. And just trying to put it from a perspective where we can understand is if you just let's imagine that you had something going on in your life and you knew who could take care of it for you, like whatever it is. Suppose you needed a ride to the grocery store. You were going to the grocery store to do some shopping and you needed a ride. And you've already called to get your ride. But before you made that phone call, you were trying to figure it out. I need, I need, I need. But then you landed on, this is who I'm going to call. And that could be um, a Lyft or Uber or a friend. But you decided who you were going to call. And then when you called them, they responded. And then what did you do? You waited for them. Because you believed that they were going to show up like they said they would. I want you to believe that God is going to show up like he said he would. So, seek him and he'll be found. I'd love to hear from you. And don't forget, guys, if you have lost a child or if you know someone who has, get them to fill out that survey. I I believe that God is saying that this is what we should be doing. And I want to be able to provide some real resources. So, This can help point me in the direction of who we need to have in that space. Don't forget, give me a call, leave me a message, send me a text. There's a number in the body of this um, episode where you can leave a message. You can go to the website, www.mymorningthought.com, or you can... Go to the Facebook page, mymorningthought.com. You can send me an email, barbara at mymorningthought.com. And if you see me out someplace, pull me aside. Tell me a story. I love to hear a good God story. I want you guys to have a fantastic day. Thank you for joining me for My Morning Thought. And don't forget, I want to know yours. So leave me a note. And until we meet again, do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. I'm your host, Barbara Scorza, and our music was by Ashat Daniel Yen.